Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome to the Everton Fan Focus pre-season podcast with myself, Mark Finnegan and Mark Ellis. Hello. Mark, how have you been? Alright mate, a little bit under the weather lately. Got a uh, you know, my voice is a bit husky but you know, I'm still here. I can, uh, I can, I've, I've braved it tonight, come out in, in all conditions. Too much shouting at Ken Wright is it in the past couple of months? <laughs> <laughs> I think even doing it on, on Twitter is, is taking its toll on my voice now, yeah. <laughs> That's because you're on 24-7 lockdown on Twitter. <laughs> but um, it's been a couple of months Mark, obviously since the season finished. Yeah. How have you coped without having Everton in your life? It's been nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sounds like I don't care to do. Uh, after the season that we had last uh, last time, it was a, it was a bit of an ordeal, wasn't it? Last season, to be honest with you, it was it was. I'm missing it now, to be honest with you. It's been a few weeks where you know there's been one crap Saturday after another. But given the season that we had, it was nice to sort of. Well, I don't think I have switched off, but it was nice to have the illusion that I could switch off. Yeah, you know? yeah. So there was. The season before, we had the um, the World Cup, didn't we? Yeah. So we had something to sort of fill the gap and a bit of a distraction. This this summer, there's not been much of a distraction unless you're into your cricket, your golf, your tennis. Absolutely. Your yeah. women's football. Yeah, a bit into the ashes, which has, you know, been up and down so far. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you're right. I think, you know, it was nice to see the Blues back on the tally this, this week, wasn't it? You know, in the Asian Trophy. It was good to get that sort of excitement back about match days again. Um, and then and then the inevitable feelings of, of despair, <laughs> fury, because <laughs> we lost a friendly. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you forget you forget all them feelings. But it, no, it was you know it was a shame that we didn't sort of uh, get the results that we wanted over there. But it was uh, yeah, great to see the team. It's just back. the start of it, isn't yeah, it? Really? Yeah, we'll, um, we'll 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 look at the uh, the friendlies in a bit more detail later on, Mark. Yeah. But uh, probably there's only one place to start, isn't it, tonight? And that is uh, the subject of John Stones. Yeah. Um, for those listening to this who, who don't know, unless they've been locked in a cupboard, uh, <laughs> Chelsea have obviously bid for, for John Stones and there's been a war of words generated in the press between both managers. 
Um, Roberto's had his say, Mourinho's had his say. And as yet, John Stones is still an Everton player, but Mark, it's, uh, it's very unnerving, all of this, isn't it? Very, yeah, getting uh, really flashbacks, and less got to a lesser extent as well. Where you get the feeling this is only going to end one way now. Um, to touch on it, it's, it's, you know, for me, it's unthinkable that we sell John Stones for about 100 different reasons. First one is he's well within contract, uh, but that, getting down to practicalities, he's. He's an absolutely vital member of our squad, as is, you know, right now, and will be. He's a uh, class act who, who, if we have any ambition of of, trying, of wanting to see a, a you know a challenging, competitive trophy win in Everton, then players like John Stones have to stay at the club. And I know people are going to say that's fantasist, and only a few clubs can win the league. But you know, if we get rid of John Stones for any amount of money, um, it's for me handing over the white flag. You know, it's yeah. it's it's a real watch. Well, poor sign of where we're going as a football club. I think it'd be gut-wrenching, wouldn't it? And um, yeah. a lot of people have drawn that comparison with Rooney. I think it's more like the, the talent that's there, isn't Absolutely, it? Absolutely, um, yeah. Obviously, John Stones is still a young lad. He's in England international. He's sort of burst onto the scene, hasn't he? Yeah. Although, with all due respect, he hasn't done an awful lot of great things for Everton. Has he? He's only been there two and a half years, but... He's, to be honest, his form came under fire last season. Everyone's did, didn't he? And then he yeah. got his ankle injury, um, which probably you know disrupted the season massively. But I think even from the small glimpses we're seeing, Mark, he's such a raw talent to play. The way he reads the game, yeah. he's got to turn a pace on him. Um, he's quite lanky, isn't he? Quite skinny. Yeah. Um, but very gracious. Yeah, he's still a young man. Yeah, 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 he is. Yeah, and you know he's obviously going to mature, and physically he's going to even get even bigger and stronger but I agree Mark I think uh, it's very unnerving and very worrying and oh, just only a week ago I was doing a bit of a blog and I was like I feel quite relaxed yeah. towards it all you know we've been linked with a few players we've signed a couple yeah. I don't expect anyone major to leave and then bang within within I think 48 hours of me like finishing that thing Chelsea had launched a bid and yeah. it's been going on now hasn't it all this week and then there's talk of I mean, the papers love it, don't they? Yeah, the half of it is the papers having a field day with this, and any unfortunately, Everton are given the papers all the encouragement they need by this sort of, you know, I know a letter was sent out, but there's there's far too much silence around it for me. That's that's the most unnerving aspect is that no one's coming out and killing this dad, and this this should have been forget you know we're not rising, we're not dancing to Mourinho's tune. Why not? Why not try and play, try and put a few Evertonians mind at rest here and, and say, you know, as it stands, we've got two centre-halves at the club. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're talking about the, the young lads going out along, we've got Jack Elker and Stone, so that's another reason why we shouldn't sell them, because there's no one there the season's the fast approaching yeah. and we're talking about players leaving, not coming in, and we're not strong enough as it is. Well, just imagine if this rumbled on until August and yeah. Stone's left, I mean, what would we do? We'd have Phil Jack Elker, and yeah, there's a couple of younger lads, but there's no one else, no one recognised there wouldn't be enough time to bring anyone in. You could conceivably see Tony Ibbett start the centre-back against Watford, couldn't you? You know, it's that, you know, with, with that sort of lack of options at the moment. It's unthinkable. It either, it either gets nipped in the bud or ended massively unsatisfactorily early. It yeah. can't drag on and end poorly for us. It's going to, you know, I get the feeling it's going to end poorly anyway for I us. Just, but, I, I just know. hate the way the seed's being planted because yeah. typically... The bigger sides in the league get what they want, don't they? Yeah. You know, if they if, if they don't, 
they use dirty tactics, they throw the dummy out the pram, they always end up getting in the way. Don't, do you mean? Either way you slice it, that player always, nearly always ends up side of the floor. To me, like that Fabian Delph situation, that stinks. That's appalling. Because he's gone really, he's really, I mean, I know there's probably not much loyalty around in football anymore. No. But that, that, that basically from, from saying you're committing your future to then your head being turned within a week, that just to me is like Man City have, have done an awful lot of leaning there or something. Yeah. Um, because he was offered the same terms when he signed as he was a week before, which he, he refused and said he was going to stay at Villa Park. I mean, that's just one example, isn't it? It happens down Agreed. all of the yeah. leagues across the world. But and it is naive of supporters to think that the footballers think the same way we do. They don't. They've got no loyalty or whatever. But John Stone seems like a level-headed lad. Like he, he, you know, he's not one to, to run off at the mouth or anything like that. He looks happy, he's, doesn't he? He looks happy. Yeah. He's, he's first choice he's already gained international recognition so that's certainly not holding him back yeah but you know we are a club that's that's not really going anywhere at the moment are we? Well, know, so. well someone put on Twitter today Mark and when he when he basically spelled it out I thought well yeah he, this lad said he's never this lad's not an Evertonian he's got no affinity with the city of Liverpool yeah. apart from he's you know he's been here a couple of years playing he's already in England international um, yeah, he's not going to get European football next season with Everton. Certainly not Champions League for the foreseeable. I mean, no. I'm not, I hope I'm wrong when I say that. Whereas the bright lights of London, going to see the title winners. Yeah, Champions League football. John Terry's on his way. At, you know, Absolutely. the twilight yeah, of the lads. Of clearly career. got a lot of confidence in in, in himself. Yeah. So, so so this lad said on Twitter, that, you know, basically. If it, if he believes he can make the step up, then if he has to go, then there's nothing Everton can do, really, is there? He's under contract, but the, I think we know, Mark, the contracts aren't worth the, the paper. The, all the contract does for me is, is guarantee a higher um, a higher fee for when they're yeah. sold. Yeah. You know, we've seen this, you know, here's my problem with it as it's well. Not a, it's not a new thing, no, is it, Mark? No, of course this, it isn't. That's why we're probably you, so downbeat about it. Yeah, well, I think another reason for that, Mark, is that we've heard, like, oh, Suarez goes... Um, you know, all the big teams sell their best players, yeah. Well, the big teams have got a springboard in which to come again from, haven't they? They've always, Liverpool have sold, you know, their big players, but they've always re- spent more than what they've got in, and so they've, they've tried to improve the squad, all right? Poor selection is really irrelevant to me. Um, but these clubs always have, you know, springboards on which to, to come again. Where's our springboards? We, we certainly, I'm not getting into, you know, a rant here, but. There's certainly nothing down for us with a new stadium. There's nothing down for us in, in terms of finding new investment to push on. So our, our hope comes from our youth. And when yeah. you start selling that off, then what hope have we got? You know, our, our hope is that, you know, there is a class of 92 coming through, isn't there, that can take the, the Premier League by storm. You start selling, it, that's why John Stones, for me, is, is priceless. Yeah, We can't sell him because we're basically saying... There's, there's no hope I kind of know that anyway but to have it rubber stamped would be unfortunate yeah um, it's, it, I mean it's been a few years hasn't it since we've had some an incident like this I mean yeah, you look at your Arteta's and your Lescott's yeah Rodswell I'll say to a lesser extent that was probably a surprise and the Rodswell was, yeah. I got the feeling like the board off, off the oak that season it was a surprise yeah. transfer wasn't it but um, yeah I just I worry I fear for the other players because we're t- we are building we have got a real core of Youngsters yeah. that a lot of Premier League sides would envy, or well, you know, European sides would envy Stones, Lukaku, yeah. McCarthy, still class as a youngster, Barkley, yeah. Luke Garbutt, you know, to a lesser extent, there's players there. So I'm thinking, is this is this a domino effect? Does 
if Stones goes as, as bad will it be? Does Lukaku then follow next summer? Does he, you know, bail yeah. to Spain or does he go to, you know, Manchester United who are crying out for a new striker? Um, who else? Do, 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 do then does Man James McCarthy then suddenly say, well, maybe my future lines elsewhere? Does so Rock, Bar- Rock Barkley then say, oh, sod this, I'm getting off myself, you know yeah. what I mean? I'm, Any chance you, if you get Tim Howard to think this way? Yeah. Well, you'd, you'd, you'd <laughs> like to think that these players wouldn't be like that because of the way Everton are now, maybe to what they were then. Yeah. Um, but you're right, they're human beings, they're going to the look around and say, yeah, I, I mean the way we play football. We've got a new manager. Obviously, we had a good season the season previous to last. Yeah, we've took a bit of a knock there, which will be playing on players' minds. I think a few of them might Mark might just give it one more season here, like maybe Morales or Lukaku. Yeah, they might say, yeah, I'll do another season at Everton, see where I can get to. But ultimately, they're looking to kick on in the career, and the question we we'll always have is: Are Everton looking to kick on exactly. as a club? What are we looking to do? There's nothing. We we don't know anything about what's happened uh, with 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 regards to you know new stadiums or anything like that. We just seem a bit rudderless at the moment, to be honest. And I'm not, I know like there's issues uh, at boardroom level. Um, and You've never mentioned them, Mark. No, haven't I? <laughs> I think. Well, we haven't got one. I think would be the best. And it was a matter of time before you said new stadium and investment. It just all inevitably leads back to that. Everything is under my but, uh, but obviously but stones for me has to stay. I, think, I, I agree with you and I think it'll make a statement um, by keeping him on board and I'd like to think the lad is probably sitting there you know laughing his head off at, at all yeah. of this but really as you said just going, went back to it Mark all it would take is an, a, a statement on the official Everton website that would give us a bit of peace of mind yeah. you know what I mean it's like when people were calling for the manager's head spray painting Goodison Park as much as I disagree with that yeah there was a deafening silence from the club, but other people have said to me, well, you know, the less I hear from the board, the better, but really, they're the chiefs of the club, they employ the manager and the players. Yeah. When, when you don't hear nothing, it's left for our fans to just, like, catfight amongst themselves about opinions and yeah. do podcasts, write articles, you know. <laughs> we are right. all, we're, we're, that's football supporters, isn't it? But I feel like we've been talking amongst ourselves for far too long now, because we don't hear nothing, do we? Anything, you know, we, we debated everything uh, in the past, and there just seems to be a general lack of leadership going on at Yeah, from, from top to bottom. It's like um, the press are picking up on saying, well, there's a letter wrote. Um, I mean, who writes letters these days? I'm, I'm, I'm assuming Hello. it was an email from, from Everton. You yeah, know, chief exec to Chelsea's chief chief exec to say he's not for sale. But then, is it just Mourinho being an arlass in the media, yeah. turning it round to look like the spotlight's on Everton? And obviously, well, does Mourinho know something we don't? And, yeah, it's, you know, he's it's just playing a game. But, the, but the, all of the press have got their own opinions on it, and it's yeah. all it's generating like some panic amongst our supporters. But yeah. a week ago, I felt quite calm, but now even though Everton have said he's not for sale and Roberto said that, some take some people will take that as fact. Yeah. Um, what's more worrying though, Mark, is if he does end up going, it, it makes Roberto look stupid, doesn't it? Surely that undermines him if it's a, if it's a club decision that he's gone. But yeah. again, if Stones wants to move, it's player power, isn't it? It's all back to player power. I was talking about like this on, on Twitter this morning, and for me... It's it's a bit old that, but if Stones wants to move, then for me he's got to put in a transfer request. Yeah, I know it's a bit two thousand and two, but I don't know. And players don't do that anymore. But I don't believe the guy wants to go. I don't. No. I have nothing I've seen suggesting me that he wants to go, but but I haven't heard nothing from our club defending it, and that makes me worry a lot more than 
done anything stones as that. Well, he, I mean, he came here obviously for three million, didn't he, Mark? Yeah. And let's be honest, we were all probably a bit surprised at the time because the way Everton spend money, they don't typically spend it just like that. You know, there was hardly any rumours. I don't think it was just a January transfer window. We were linked with the grade all day, and then got stopped. And John Stones, but <laughs> and I remember, yeah, I remember people commenting at the time. You know. Typical Everton were linked with a star striker and we end up signing a kid from Barnsley. But yeah. that kid from Barnsley is now worth at least £30 million within two and a half years. So fair play for Moyes for bringing him. But, Absolutely. Um, as I said, I still think he's got a lot to learn and a lot to prove at Everton. Yeah. But uh, I'd just like to think he's, he's, he's going to be show a bit of faith in the club that showed faith in him, shall we say. You know Absolutely, what I mean? totally agree. And, and to be honest... Stones' ability, you're right, I was you know, I remember him at Villa where Ben Takey Ben Takey had him uh, for breakfast really uh, at Villa Park last season. So John Stones isn't the finished article and is he really gonna benefit? He's gonna be swamped among you know, you've got Zuma, you've got Kale, Stone, uh, John said he's not going anywhere next season, is he? So you know, there's that side of it as well. Is he's is he gonna get lost at Chelsea? Yeah. And and depriving us. Of a, a truly, you know, class centre back, a pivotal part of our team, really, you know. Just on no level does it make any sense to me. This, this in an ideal world, you learn the game even more from Phil Jagielka. I don't know Jags coming yeah. to criticism last season. He ends up getting played of the season. This, I, I, I personally example, think he's a, he's a great player, Jagielka. Yeah. Um, he's, you know, he might not be the most vocal captain, but he's a captain for the reason. And I think his his partnership with Stones was was probably one positive from a lot of negatives yeah. last season and I'd love to see it blossom and the two of them complement each other and grow but as you say he could easily go and then he'd be on the bench for six months behind Chelsea and then John Terry or Gary Cahill or Zuma picks yeah. up because Zuma did play at times yeah. pick up an injury or you know Ivanovic or Aspiriqueta and then he's played at right back because yeah. Ivanovic is a centre half but he's ended up at right back you don't know do you but then you know he might be happy to go and wait but then he's picking up Medals. Like we say, yeah, he's, we don't bench. know his motives, we don't know anything, do we? Yeah. We just left to guess. Uh, on the, on the face of it, I, I agree with what you say. He seems yeah. very much a grounded young man who seems quite content, and, and I'm, I'm, I'd like to say he's happy at Everton. Well, he did yeah. say, didn't he, like, earlier last week, he's happy. I mean, he signed a five year contract yeah. last season as well. But, you know, that's why the hope is that we build a team around John Stones. Yeah. And, and, and challenge ourselves to be at the top there. I can't, I can't just admit, accept that he's just going to go elsewhere inevitably because he'll want to win trophies. Because that, that says to me, there's nothing down for us, you know. And I know that sounds childish, yeah. but you know, we all, we all want to see a successful Everton. Keeping players like Stones is, is but, key to that. But that's it. I mean, we obviously are discussing it now. Other people were saying on Twitter today, well, would you blame him for going? Uh, because Everton are going nowhere. And I'm like, would well, these people, though, some of these people. Are happy mm-hmm. to say that yeah. sentence, and then but still go the match and just and just be happy about it and be like yeah yeah, you know. Everton are Everton. They're, yeah, they're not, not going to win anything. I know. So I, we should sell our players I and our players should look to leave. Yeah, yeah. It, it's almost like we're far um, too accepted. Yeah, if you tolerate it, that, that, as that saying goes. Well, it's true though. Yeah, yeah. You and I, I, I know. I know not everyone wants to speak out, and I'm not saying you have to be anti this or uh, protest about that, but. No. You know, want more for this football club and uh, want your best players to stay and build for the future. Not just have this 
uh, deflated, um, defeatist attitude. Like, oh, as soon as we get a good player, yeah, well, he's going to leave, but why wouldn't you want to leave? Well, I mean, fuck that attitude, you know what I mean? But then you're wondering why you haven't seen your club win a trophy in 20 years. Yeah, you know, because everyone's happy to plod along. Yeah, there's no one. Yeah, exactly. You know, and like this could be but anyway, the straw that breaks the camel's back. But let's that, hope that, he stays. Yeah, let's come back to that anyway uh, later on in the month, Mark. Yeah, um, I agree. If he does go, it could be make or break for a, a lot of people yeah. who follow the club. Um, anyway, I'll have to take in in that first ten minutes. There, <laughs> <wasn't it? laughs> what about Everton's transfer deal and so far? Um, We've been linked with a lot of players. We've signed Delafoe and Cleverly. Yeah. What do you make of them too, Mark? Yeah. Um, to start with, Cleverly is a much better option than that Barry in the middle of the park. I think he's a good signing. I'm not really, like, wowed by it, if I'm honest with you. But, I don't um, think anyone has, though, are they? No. I mean, I hope he fulfils his... He's obviously a good player. You know, he showed potential at United. I don't Wigan, where he plays his best football, I think. Um but again, you know, it's something that hasn't really got the, the juices flowing. But um, let's hope he, he certainly offers more of an engine uh, in the middle of the park, doesn't he, rather than Barry, who offers more of a Zimmer frame, to be honest. <laughs> um, cleverly represents... Oh, God, a, I don't think we're going to get mugged um, too often in midfield this season, which is a good thing. Well, Cleverly's clearly got a night for a pass as well, as what I've seen in, in pre-season as well. The midfield's packed now, isn't it, Mark? Don't forget Mo Bezic as well. Yes, and, and the sort of Barry. expected improvement that he'll have second yeah. time around. So I'm, 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 I'm hoping that those you know, three or four midfielders, I'm, I'm not expecting them all to start at the same time, but I'm hope, hoping they'll all complement each other this season. Yeah. Barry's sort of the, the mentor, shall we say, because he, he went a bit mental last season. He's the mentor. Yeah. Um, He's vastly experienced, obviously. Uh, McCarthy runs around like a lunatic. Um, yeah. Cleverly maybe have a bit more about him. He, he might be given a bit more of a role, an offensive role. I think that's what he sees him, yeah. to be honest. Uh, to me, yeah. I admit, Mark, it's not... You know, it didn't get the juices flowing, as you put it. Um, but I, I'd describe it as a safe signing. Yeah. Um, but I wish the lads well. Don't want to slag him off at all. Oh, yeah. I hope he does great. He's on a free transfer. Yeah. Martinez obviously knows him. He, he's seen Everton as a better prospect than Villa. Yeah. Um, I hope we are still seen as a better prospect than Villa, to be honest. And he's, um, you know, he's, yeah. he's 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 one of the two. Delafoe, obviously, I'd just like to say the last time we done a podcast, Mark, I said I couldn't see it happening. Yes. So I'm I'm happy yes. to eat my words there. It really didn't look like it was there. happening, did it? And no. then all of a sudden, yeah, it's great. It is, you know, it seems so long ago now, and a part of me is is sort of fuming that we haven't built on it, but. It, on its own, looking at it, it's a great signing to get Delafoe. It's funny the chase, isn't it? Though is 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 Bird put that picture on Twitter of, and it was it was tagged in location in Liverpool. Twitter yeah. goes into meltdown. It's like, like Lukaku when everyone's tracking the plane and all that. Oh uh, yeah, that bit of it is is fun, isn't it? When our, you, you, if our fans, it's if, if Everton trying to play it, our fans are like inspect them all, so yeah. they over all over it. Yeah, it's like so and so's just followed him on Twitter. He must be saying. Yeah, you know, not that the guy just might take a fascination to that guy, you know. But yeah. you know, I think say the guy Roberto started following uh, Lukaku or something on Twitter, and that, that means he it's, was a saying, deal, yeah. it's a done deal. It's a done deal. Yeah, but uh, no, you're right. I think we are the best fans in the world at sniffing out a, a deal, uh, and I think a lot of it was was Twitter harassment that got him. Well, he admitted himself, didn't he? What I think is 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 was the one sign for Everton the amount of attention she was getting. <laughs> Instagram, Twitter. Uh, 
all yeah. the followers going up, but obviously Delafoe's come back with it. He's it's welcome with open, open arms, isn't he, Mark, by yeah, everyone? definitely. Great sign. Well, it's a great sign, and he, he does need to uh, improve uh, on a few aspects of his game, his final ball in and stuff. But to have a player like that who's going to frighten opposition defences and get us on, on, the, on the front foot that much quicker, you know, I, even against um, Stoke when I was watching the game in pre-season, we just looked more of a threat. He, okay, he didn't have the best afternoon, but it was uh, we just looked more of a threat going yeah. forward. I mean, it's what he brings to the team. It's the drop of the shoulder, isn't it? And the yeah. step overs. And I I agree, Mark. He, is, he, he, did, he did. He annoyed a lot of people last time when he came. Let's be honest. He, um, he's not the finished article by any stretch of imagination, but um, it's like Barkley, isn't it? You know, you know, they've got that bit about them. And uh, I just hope that our, some of our fans don't start booing Delafoe if he puts a foot wrong because he's bound to stress us out this season. He's bound to, but you've got to accept that. If he tracks back and, he, and like Adam Lennon did and puts in the defensive work, which I'm not expecting him to, to do straight yeah. away, but Martinez will instill that into him. Yeah. Um, then, you know, the flair's definitely there. We've seen him with Morales, haven't we? He can be a bit lazy at times, but yeah. going forward, he can be out of this world. So And it raises our, our, our team up a level yeah. when these players are on the pitch, doesn't well, it? Look at, look at the United game, for example. Remember when we counter-attacked oh, and Adam yeah. Lennon to McCarthy and Lukaku? And the way those players break the energy, the, the pace yeah. there in, in McCarthy, Lennon, Lukaku, Morales... Coleman, yeah. the pace that we've got, even you know John Stones, we, we didn't don't utilize it enough, did we no. last season? So hopefully with Delafoe and cleverly, you can pick that pass out. Then then you know there's a there's hope that you know we can look more of a force going okay, forward. That's it. Energy and tempo, isn't it? Yeah. And we lacked it. We lacked it last season. It was all too pedestrian at times, wasn't yeah. it? And we were just waiting to get picked off a lot of the times. I mean, the amount of times we sat here dissecting games where it was just being like. We might have been on top in terms of the passing, but then it was a sort of punch. Yeah. We ended up losing a game, or we, you know, we conceded a late equaliser because we just slowed everything down. So I'm hoping these players offer us a bit more energy. Certainly, he went exactly. You can't, you know, see us necessarily playing the same way again this season with Dalafor on the pitch. You know, it's just not going to be. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't look on the cards, does it? Hopefully, it doesn't. Anyway, you know, but. Um, well, to the, to the pre-season games, Mark, how's your voice holding up, by the way? Uh, it's well, okay, I, yeah, I'm on my 15th glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> we played Swindon, Stoke and Arsenal within the, the past, let's say, what is it, week? Yeah, 10 days. 10 days, yeah. Um, obviously, mixed results um, yeah. usually happens with Everton, but we started with Swindon, tonked them 4-0, Morales got a double look yeah. and Conor McElhaney came in for a lot of praise after that he did yeah I mean he, he had to get a hand in three of the goals uh, that day he's done, done really well um, another half time and we sort of Delafoe made his debut didn't he um, second half was when the, the floodgates opened and um, some really well taken goals there Morales was a simple goal but yeah. it was really confidently done when he, when he ran with the keeper and stuff in it well that, that McElhaney I mean he's been talked up hasn't he as can he play a part? Maybe, maybe Roberto was seeing him as a, a you know, another striking, yeah, option for the season because he's got Kone, Lukaku, and he's got nothing else. So, but McAlaney, surely now or never, he's been he's been injured, hasn't he? Yeah, and he's been in and around the club for a while now, and he's not he's not exactly classed as one of the youngsters anymore. No, um, in fact, he's older than Lukaku. So I think we need to. He's involved, isn't he? Yes. He's Which involved. Means, Let's hope he's involved for footballing reasons. I'm not that we haven't got any money reasons. <laughs> Let's hope so. Let's hope so. I mean, no, but you know, he's certainly done well at Swindon. Yeah. 
So that was how we started our pre-season campaign. And then obviously we've travelled to Singapore. Um, you didn't fancy travelling out there, Mark? No, a few things got in the way. Where yeah. um, <laughs> sickness and uh, me messes, me lads. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, just <laughs> I, you know, admire anyone who went over that way. No, but there did was you fans there, there, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, there was fans there. Yeah, full credit to them for going over and, and uh, supporting the team. To be honest, I was more made up for the Singapore-based Abertonians. Yeah, who never get to see the team. You know, Rick on your side. You must be lulled over there, the amount of showing off that guy does. But uh, <laughs> now I was made up for them that they got to see the team up close. And uh, against Stoke, what stood out for me more than anything was our fitness levels. I was I was really impressed. You thought so, yeah. We played we, we sort of grew stronger into the game, didn't we, the more it, it went on. So probably the opposite to last pre-season? Absolutely, yeah. Where we turned up, uh, much like I do after a, after a sleep anyway. Um, yeah. after, you know, coming home, couldn't get going. Away. Just couldn't, yeah, get going. couldn't get going. Yeah, and then it reflected the rest of the seasons, didn't it? But so they're the first two games. Obviously, we won on penalties. We we took our penalties well, didn't we? Not confidently, really yeah. confidently. I like Jack Elka's penalty. It was ridiculous, top of the net. And uh, yeah, it reminded me of the uh, the FA Cup semi final like, yeah. against United when Jack Elka put his away. Obviously, no yeah, just no nonsense, and he he runs up confidently. Fair play to him. Even though he does look a bit camp. <laughs> he does. He, he looks like um, he's really panicking when he's, yeah. about, he's about to hit it. Great save by Howard as well, isn't that? Yeah. Uh, from um, uh, the yeah. lad Van Ginkle, wasn't it? For Stoke. Yeah. yeah. How, how he's still in goal, I'll never know. But anyway, let's leave that there. <laughs> Ars- Arsenal game then on Saturday. Um, our real chance of silverware. I know you were planning a party round at yours, Mark. The pace tables were out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we had all together now on the, on the jukebox. I, I did. There was all kind of, I had the sort of blow up toffee balloons from the nineties as well. It was it was a real shame we lost. But Arsenal, as they usually do, they come and spoil our part. They just introduced the any preseason optimism we had. They just introduced a huge dose of realism, on yeah. it, didn't they? You know, we, we put us in our place quite firmly. I thought with a. They were commanding, weren't they, Arsenal? Great goal by Barkley, though. Yeah, great goal. It doesn't mean much when you're 3-0 down, but... But he spoke about, like, um, the confidence that that yeah. would give him. Remember his, uh, remember his goal against Norwich with his left foot? Great goal uh, over the day, yeah. Start of Roberto's first season. Yeah. He has got that in his locker with his left foot, hasn't he? Yeah. It's, hard, it's a hard technique to do, isn't it? Especially it is. primarily right-footed, but... And I like this. I like the way he spoke after that, where where he talked about his confidence of last season, mm-hmm. and that he maybe does let things get to him a little bit. Um, he needs to, I think, you know, needs to grow a thicker skin. He just needs stuff. to delete Twitter, basically. And play yeah. with play with some earplugs in. Well, to be honest, like, yeah, I don't know what footballers get it like, but I feel like deleting Twitter. You can't just you can't <laughs> open your mouth and say anything. You couldn't, you couldn't dare delete Twitter, Mark. There'd be people knocking at your house. People need someone to talk to in the middle of the night. Um, Kone's been involved. Is he going to be a success, Mark, or what? No. No. I can't even be enthusiastic about this, Mark. No. I can't even get... He shouldn't be anywhere near the, the, the... This is where our lack of activity is really starting. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information, 
information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. That's a great with me because as it stands, the season's fast approaching. We've got Colmiers, our only backup to Lukaku. Don't get me, May Smith and Morales can fill up up front. We, we shouldn't be looking to fill in, we should be looking to, to back it up with quality. Um, Colme, I doubt whether he'd get a game at a championship club, I really do. I don't know what he brings. I'll try to give the guy a chance. I really, but seeing, you know, even against Arsenal, his, his first touch was just it was horrendous. I, I don't know what he brought to the team. He shouldn't be anywhere near it. I'm not slagging the guy, but he shouldn't be playing for Everton. It's no just, way. I just don't think it's going to happen, is it? I mean, no. To put to put all your, your eggs on in one basket with Lukaku and have Conor, it's it's lucky we haven't got a European campaign this season. To well, be honest, it's ridiculous on its own. I mean, Lukaku's going to get injured. He's going to get tired. He's playing every other game, doesn't he? Yeah, every game, Lukaku. Name me one team in the Premier League. He's relying on one player for one position. That's mm. It's utterly ridiculous, you know. So that that may, obviously, as you say, it means we've got no money, or we've got we're going to see a lot more of Conor McAlaney. Yeah. You know, fair play if if, if McAlaney can play a part and he's going to, you know, get a chance this season. Then fair if enough. If he's going to be better than the one we've got, then fair yeah. enough, give oh. the guy a chance. But or if he's anyone we can get for on loan or yeah. in the transfer market, yeah, fair to enough. To be honest, Jenny Maguire again, where is the money? Why are we doing this? You know, it doesn't make any sense to me. Whatsoever. Well, it's all gone quiet, but we'll come to them transfer yeah. rumours in a minute, Mark. Yeah, what about Luke Garbutt? We talked about him a lot, didn't we? We did. Last yeah. season, and yeah. it was a relief, wasn't it, to see him sign a contract? Great bit of business, yeah, yeah. to get him back. I really didn't think he, he would stay. Well, the rumours the rumors were just ongoing for, for even over a year, wasn't it? Yeah, they, they seem to be... There seemed to be a gathering momentum behind him leaving, mm. but I was absolutely made up to see him sign that deal. He's, uh, and I don't think he should go out alone either, to be honest with you. I think he should think. stay at the club. I think we've got Oviedo, who's fine, still finding his way back. I think Luke Garbutt is a much better alternative to Oviedo uh, for Baines. And also, you know, um, it gives the option as well, if Marcus wanted to look at it, was of paying Baines in the middle as well, you know. Mm. I know it's, it was a tactic that he used last season, not much joy, but 
Look, Gabbard, he's ready to play now. I, I, I wouldn't send him out alone. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people will agree with you, Mark, but I think he's probably, it's been part of the agreement, hasn't yeah. For to keep him here, it's, we're going to send you out, even if it's a six-month loan. Yeah, because yeah. Baines, you know, he's injured, isn't he? Yeah. He's hopefully fit for the start of the season, Baines, but uh, yeah. if, if it doesn't work out for him, you'd like to think Garbutt will be straight back and recalled. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how the loan situation works with, with, with the ability to recall, but I think he, he showed last season and the small glimpses that he is ready. Yeah, um, I think Adam well, he only played a few games, I'm not going to miss him, but like you say, Adam, a lot of Adamsonians know a good player when they see one, and you've only got to see a player for five minutes to know what he can bring, guy. You know, Garbutt's certainly got a lot of uh, things in his locker that he can bring to our team. I hope he stays. I, I personally hope he stays, but like you say, it's pretty inevitable he's going out on them. Yeah, well, there's talk of Fulham, isn't there? Uh, there's yeah. talk of Bournemouth. I think Bournemouth would be. I think it'd be I think it'd be great to see him in the Premier League. Yeah, and it's a ball of a free flowing team, yeah. you know, play good football. Yeah, and uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of you know they'll have a lot of spotlight probably coming to the Premier League. So absolutely, hopefully he'll he'll find his club and then come back and he'll be a long term successor to Baines. But I'm sure you're not alone when you say Mark. He's probably ready to play now. Yeah, and you wouldn't send him on loan. I'm sure a lot of Evertonians agree with you. Um, but it was refreshing to see a youngster commit his future to the club, put it that way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, a couple of other youngsters, Mark. Yeah. We've sent that John Joe Kenny and Francisco Jr. out on loan today. Yeah. A couple of other lads, I don't know whether they're going to go on loan or not, but uh, Tyus Browning and Brendan Galloway, they've been involved in pre-season a lot so yeah. far, haven't they, in, in the two or three games. Um, both yeah. look good, don't they? Hey, I was really impressed with Browning and Galloway against Stoke. Um, I don't know whether I went overboard or not, but I thought they were sort of the best two players on the pitch for us. In the first half, um, I think I forget me subs, right? Um, yeah, got, uh, Browning especially came on. I watched Browning play a right back against Krasnodar and he didn't have a good game, but mm. I think centre-back is his preferred role, isn't it? And mm. he certainly looked an imposing uh, lad, didn't he, at the back yeah. there? Really good. Galway, uh, much more... Uh, technical, really gifted, and you know, and mm. as that innocence of his play, that, you know. See, Gal- you know, Galloway was bought in, wasn't he, from MK Donald? Yeah. Similar sort of situation to John Stones, yeah. yet. So, you know, is he the future of Everton, him and Stones there? You'd love to think it. It's a perfect balance, well. doesn't it, with Galloway being a left foot and uh, But again, Mark, if, if they send them two out on loan, well, yeah. which I don't think they'd send the two of them out on loan, but if they, do, if they did, and even if Stone stays, you're looking at that centre-half position and you're like, we need people. We've, yeah. we've lost two players from that position. Alcaraz and Distan, so, I know they were much maligned at times, but... They were still considered options for... Oh, oh, Distan wasn't, but Alcaraz certainly was. Unless, he's, cost, unless he's seen Gareth Barry as an option there, because he put him. I mean, that was with tactical changes and red cards yeah. and what have you, but... Maybe, but it doesn't, doesn't it seem in, on the face of it to make much sense, does it? No, no. To, to send to weaken our squad even further when there looks no sign of any incomings whatsoever at the moment. It's worrying, isn't it? Because it brings us on to the, 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 the speculation, basically, Mark, yeah. where we think we need to strengthen. I mean, McGeady's injured and has been heavily linked with a move back to Celtic. Roberto yeah. basically quashed that, didn't he, the other day and said, Yeah. What did he describe him as? It was something ridiculous like, I don't know what he sees in him. I'm guessing the word phenomenal came into it. Something like an, an exciting footballer or 
Some, oh, I don't know. Some I wouldn't some, get excited if Roberto said that about my footballing skills. To be honest, it doesn't mean anything. But he, he, he sort of talked up as that he was part of his plans, but he's injured. Uh, he's another one who's been linked with a move away. Morales has been linked with West Ham and Spurs. Yeah, um, and I've seen people say on Twitter, "Oh, what, what, maybe we'll get rid of him last year with contract." I was saying he'd get rid of Morales, but we'd end up with McGeady still. You know, there's a lot worse players at the club than Morales. We shouldn't. I don't think we can afford to sell Morales either, to be honest with you. It's, no. There's not enough strength in depth, is there? To, there, there isn't, and you, know, you know. We still want to be a threat, don't we? I think, you know, we're, we're going to become. We're going to have rubber teeth put in at this race um, if we sell our best like that. You need to. I mean, look, Aaron Lennon. But it's, it says something to the West Ham, maybe really fancy this, don't they? That, yeah. You know, Apparently, they expressed, expressed interest in January. Yeah. Um, well, Morales had. Kings of Europe now, aren't they? Uh, West Ham, West yeah, Ham yeah, I've never um, seen such a, an ill-deserved sense of accomplishment from a load of fans they, they finished below us as well uh, I mean I'm not saying Everton have done anything fantastic but no then the new stadium's getting to them a little bit and Hammers have become relevant uh, yeah I'd probably be the same if they yeah. got a new stadium McCarthy's been linked with a move to City as well as well as Spurs yeah to be honest that's a strange one I honestly can't see McCarthy Sort of being good enough for City, if I'm honest. He's a great player, but he's, you know, I think Man City um, would be filling their sort of English quota up with that. And mm. He doesn't strike me as a Man City player at all. Tottenham, he does, to be fair. Mm. But I don't, I don't see him playing alongside Yaya Torre. You know, it's, it doesn't seem right. To me. It doesn't. Uh, it take a few. He's a great player, but I don't think he's for Man City at all. No. no, I agree. We've had the Coleman to United rumours as well last month. Yeah. yeah. Obviously now Stones is the latest one, but there doesn't seem to be any real actions. Does there? It doesn't look likely that anyone of them players we just mentioned is, is, is heading out the exit door straight away. No. I mean, there's no noises coming. They're all on tour, aren't they, apart from McGeady? Yes. Um, yeah. So that's it, really, in terms of outgoings. It's just a shame Tim Howard and Aruna Kone has not been any interest in that. Well, it's like, it's like madness. <laughs> As a as a pen shop, like shite players, doesn't he? You know, he, he likes poor players. Yeah, that's what it seems. The guy's obviously intelligent, but he does nothing but big, absolute garbage up. You know, that probably sounds like Luke Garber with my voice, but I said garbage. <laughs> <laughs> but he's yeah. he has brought in a few flops, though, hasn't he? Let's be honest. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't know whether it's him trying to justify bringing them in. Uh, you know, cut your losses and save our club some poor performances. And the likes of Coley should be nowhere near it. Mm. You know, same with McGeady, same with Tim Howard, like you say. It's just... Uh, it's really disconcerting. I tweeted today, Mark, the lack of incomings is staggering. The lack of anything. We, you know, we finished 11th last season. We've got a lot of making up to do. To, you know, we want to we wanna look like we're going again. We want to look like we've learned from our mistakes. But really, it's just a bit meh. There's nothing going on. We need to, you know, just, to, bridge, just to bridge that gap to the likes of Swansea and Southampton. Exactly, yeah. Ex- exactly. We're, we're now finding ourselves competing with teams lower and lower down the scale. The and best of the rest. We like a team with nothing on the, on the menu. It, it, it's depressing, to be honest. It needs addressing quickly. It's even like the likes of, you know, your Stokes and your West Ham's ringing yeah, in yeah. sort of marquee signings. And yeah. 
seem to be going places. Like, I think Stoke are slowly building, aren't they? They've slow, you know, they've, 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 they've got rid of that ugly football yeah. tag and they've, they've brought in players. Obviously, Bojan was probably the start of that. They're looking to bring in Van Ginkel. Is it's, it's another player in that sort of He's mold. there, isn't he? Yeah, on loan. No. Who else did they sign? They, they bought Glenn Johnson. They bought a. Uh, who else? Who else did they got? They signed. Um, they were linked with uh, Shakiri, wasn't he? And yeah, that we ignored them life, but I don't, I'm not surprised. That was a bit fantasy to yeah. about, really. But that's it. That's why we're battling it, Mark. It's like the best of the rest outside the of the European places. Showing ambition. Yeah. I don't think Dalafoe is enough ambition for the summer. We need that. A well, last summer Roberto spoke about signing six or seven players. It didn't happen. Let's be honest. We signed our loan players and yeah. Bezic. Yes. Um, and Christian had two on loan, didn't we? Um, <laughs> free transfer and Eto. Yeah, who um, didn't last three months. But we got rid of some players as well. Um, so you wonder where the four players have come from. And none of them, none of them are key signings as well. So, but this me, this summer, Mark, we've lost this time in Alcaraz. We've brought in Dillafoe and Cleverly. David Hennen was already here. Yeah, yeah people classed that as a new signing. He was already the numbers. On the, bus. the numbers yeah. are the same. Yeah, um, and you know, there's rumours of two or three of our players leaving, and all the rumours about incoming players have gone quiet since that Ogbonna and Wijnaldum. Yes, who we were in for. Last Apparently, time. we were in for both of them. Well, we were in for Ogbonna, wasn't we? Yeah. That, that's known as fact now. Yeah. Um, it's there's nothing. I mean, unless there's just he's struggling to identify targets, but, but this he's, he's basically identified targets long ago. Well, Dillafoe and Cleverly must have been identified. Oh, a I lot think. longer ago, so Since there must Christmas. there must be other players there, Mark. We've been, I mean, probably about 10, 15 players we've been linked with since May. Yeah. But there's just no development, and the longer this month goes on. Yeah, and then, you know, we, we have this every year, we do, and um, we can't stand behind the fact that we signed Lukaku last year as that's it now forever, we did show intent once, and that's it. We've got to keep doing that. But like you say, there's a meltdown every summer, and it, it's because of what's gone before. There's no reassurance that things are happening. Improve off the pitch, you know, so we can. We're just lacking a bit of hope, aren't we? We need that. We need a few signings to get the fans. It'd be, it'd be great, wouldn't it, just to tie a couple, a couple of yeah. deals up before That's... we kick off against Watford? Because if you think about it, we get off to a bad start, then it's panic stations for transfer wins. And I know a lot of clubs push through moves. The end of the, yeah. I think it's on the second of September the transfer window. That's right. Yeah. By that time, we may play three or four games. We might be bottom of the league, and I know it sounds a bit drastic, but. Yeah, exactly. Everton have gone off to a shocking start. They've sold a couple of players. They've brought in Delafoe and Cleverly, but they've, you know, now we're panicking. Yeah. And, and the way Everton spend money, they're not the type to just go and panic by. They, yeah. they can't afford to. Well, according to our club and how they operate, we can't afford to panic by, even though there, there appears to be record-breaking money coming into the club. So. Except, except that club. I don't know where it goes. And that's the story that, that someone needs to investigate. So, Mark, without getting back onto boardroom issues, <laughs> what positions do you need to strengthen? If you had 22 million of, of Uncle Bill's finest English pounds, <laughs> who would you buy? Well, I'm not saying you've got to name your targets because it's not chat manageable. Yeah. What this positions... Club. Well, there's a number, there's too many probably to cover 22 million quids with. But um, first of all, it's a centre-back to to complement Stones and Jags, not to replace Stones. Then, it's just as urgently as the striker situation behind Lukaku. We can't go into the season with Kone as an option. Um, and then for me, we need more width on the left-hand side. It doesn't seem to be a lot more, you know. 
we need, we've sort of lost, we need McGeady's not that, we don't, he wasn't down there anyway, but we need that, a left hand side midfield player for me, and also a goalkeeper. And it would be to replace Tim Howard and, and to get Joe Robles competing again, you know, but that would be my wish list, a goalkeeper, a left side midfield player. Well, I, I mean, it's going to sound like I'm copying, or they're the exact positions I would I would try and bolster. Yeah. But being realistic, I know we're not going to get a keeper. But I no. would say the most important for me would be um, a striker and a centre-back. Absolutely, yeah. As a priority, a centre-back. This number 10 thing. Yeah. We can't have the likes of Naismith, Barkley pushing out left. Pina, yeah, I still think he's got a lot to offer. If he can be fit, great, yeah. I, I'd love to see him strike it up with Baines again. Yeah. And then on the right, you might have Morales, McGeady, Dillafoe. Aaron Lennon as options but when I've just named them four players I expect at least then if we were to sign Lennon yeah. I'd expect McGeady and or Morales to leave as well exactly so So even though you could say well we'll try Morales out left or Delafoe or McGeady they're not left wingers no we and need like, it Pienaar's not a left winger but he's forged that position hasn't he and yeah. his relationship with Baines and over the years his ability to hold the ball up has aided him in that position because he can feed it you know but I think it's about time we started having a few specialists and you know a specialist left winger you know a striker for me would be like Remy that would be the standout name for me it's all complete no brainer I think he I think he'd play alongside Lukaku as well as yeah. come in for him to be honest with you but um, that would that sort of stand out sign and I, I would want it's just I'm, imagine I, the feeling though if we went out and sort of signed a player of, of the the category of like Remy yeah got in a centre half I don't know, everyone was moaning about Scott Dan and he's ended up staying at Palace, but you know, someone who's a, a Premier, someone who's a Premier League defender, yeah. what's, what's seven or eight million in, in today's? So Nothing. if we yeah. would go out and sign a striker and sign a defender, we'd be sitting here now buzzing like, come on, we're all yeah. up for this. We've tried three or four players, we've bolstered the positions we need to, let's have a go, let's yeah. have a real go. We're getting back into Europe and putting last season behind us, but now it's like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. It's, we're near the end of July kick off to the new season probably two or three weeks Saturday Yeah. what's going on what's going to happen now all the John Stones scenario is, is like an unwanted distraction so I, it's like I agree it's taking away the focus yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd rather I'd, ra- I'd love Roberto to be sitting in his press conferences and saying well Roberto what about this fair French striker or this Dutch winger he's yeah. been linked with it you, you know you're going to sign him and then he's he's not our player and he's talking it down but instead He's he's talking down the prospect of one of our best players, yeah, leaving to Chelsea, and we're faced with the fact that actually we're no we're nowhere we're not up on any numbers in the squad. No, and are, are we going to rely on Tyus Brown and Conor McElhaney? You know, this is not going to get the fans going, is it? And I know it's not you know it's not all about that, but it is. There you're paying customers. It's fans don't certainly won't want to hear balance in the books. That's not gonna that's not gonna cut anything. Um, we just have to keep our best players and get stronger. There's, there's no, there's no reward at all in just keeping our best players this summer. Yeah. Because we're no better off. No. We need to be seen to be better off, don't we? You know. Than, and that's Martinez's catchphrase is that we, we should end each window stronger. Well, that's it. I mean, he said, hasn't he? We, we, we know we're looking to get a couple more players in, and you'd be happy with a couple more. Obviously, in an ideal world, we'd all want three or yeah. four more in those positions you've just highlighted, but. Being realistic and looking at the players we've just signed, 
Give us a couple more players and let's start the season well. But I don't know, we're, we're waiting round. I just hope in two or three weeks, Mark, if we start doing yeah. another podcast, we're still waiting round. Yeah. And the, the, the Stones thing might still be rumbling on. And we're still sitting there thinking, bloody hell, we're playing Watford next week. Yeah, we've got to start left wing. We're facing a sort of Julian Lescott Arsenal situation again, aren't we? You know where it can't happen. We've been through all this before, though. Yeah. So it's it's etched on our memories. If this was a new thing to us, where we were we were not used to not going out and spending and bolstering the squad yeah. or having our youngest and best players linked with moves away, then it would be a bit like wow. But it, yeah. this is just the norm. It's the norm, and people. So a lot of people are happy to accept it, but it, it does my head, and I know it does your head. Yeah. I want to kick on and really be vibrant going into the new season because we started these podcasts, Mark, after that West Brom game yeah. in January. Yes, um, and it was nothing but it was nothing but dross for five months. Yeah, I mean, we we need to have something to really get our, our teeth into in regards to an exciting Everton. It's you know there is a lot of doom and gloom. I certainly don't help with with the uh, my tweets on there, but I'm sure I don't matter. But if um, this is why I bring you this, in for a counselling session, yeah, I think it's just to, yeah, definitely ease my Twitter angst. But um, I'd love nothing more than to be, you know, gongo, eager and enthusiastic, more than you know, sort of dreading it, you know, which is you know, you shouldn't be feeling like that about your football club. Someone has said if, if your club makes you that unhappy, why do you support them? Like, yeah, I've got an option in that. It runs through your veins. You can't if you. That's it. You know, if you want better, then, then at the moment it's not great, is it? We're not going. We're not going to. We're not going to sit here and say we want the club to go out and buy six, seven players on eighty grand a week, and you know, do ourselves in financially, and for it all to fall flat on its face. But let's be savvy about it. Let's be smart. I think Delafone cleverly, the club deserve praise for bringing them in for the prices that they did, on yeah. the wages that they did. I say they do deserve praise for that, and I just hope they continue to be savvy, keep older John Stones. Or bolster in the positions that we need because really we, we'll show, get found out again next yeah, season if we don't. I agree, and, and really show some intent as a club that we're not just sitting back and doing nothing. We are going somewhere. We want to get back into Europe. Yeah, and then and then we want to qualify. For we want to and then we want to win a trophy this season. That's what fans want to hear. They don't want to hear. I go all out to win the league cup. Sagas. Go all out go to all win the league exactly. cup. You could have a trophy by February or March. Try and get back into Europe. Why can't we try and get into the top four? Big Nev said in it when we were talking to him about why can't have a football club win six straight games? Yeah, it shouldn't be beyond us. This, you know. Yeah, that's it. And I mean, last year, if we were to finish fifth last season, our outlook would have been different. But I think the problems were there last season for all to yeah. see. Roberto lost a lot of confidence. It's going to take time. To, to earn that trust back from a lot of Blues some of them will probably just give up on them and that's it, it doesn't they won't have the, gone. the jury is now out on that yeah, it doesn't, totally, it, it, yeah. doesn't, it doesn't and you know as much as I loved him when he first come um, he had me bloody banging my head against those doors yeah. there last last season Mark and I know he did to you but um, stubborn we, that needs to stop we'll see we'll see we yeah. could be proved wrong here you know as I was proved wrong about Delafoe in the last Absolutely. podcast well, none, so. none of us are fortune tellers we can only say what we think but let's uh, he they're, certainly got a learn a few lessons from last season. Man. Definitely, they're the concerns anyway. And yeah. uh, just a couple of other things to finish on. Um, what do you think of the new kit, by the way? Do you like it? Like it? Yeah, like it. Yeah, it looks Absolutely. better without the, the long I've sleeve. I've looked at it. 
Looks better without the long sleeve, yeah. of course, yeah. Well, Tony Hibbert, he, he wears his, his long sleeve, so... Well, I don't think Tony Hibbert wearing it did the uh, wake it any kind of justice at all. He's people, not a model, is he? No, people don't even want to see him in an Evan shirt these days. So. Oof, oof. <laughs> Mrs Hibbert's going to be fuming at me. She'll be thrown at me, yeah. She'll be if thrown she listens, at me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if she listens, yeah. The other thing was, you tweeted, didn't you, about like getting people's opinions on John Stones. We always try and get the fans' opinions to yeah. read out on Twitter. Um, well, not the fans of the podcast. I don't want to sound like big no, no. Our <laughs> fans of Everton Football Club. Yeah. Uh, or your fan club, to be honest, Mark. It's a fan club. <laughs> you and I'm your sure brother, the don't. Buzzy Mitchell brothers of Twitter. I know. Um, We've got it boxed off. You asked, didn't you, um, about Duncan Ferguson's testimonial. Yeah. Um, not that it's one of the more important things on this agenda, no. but about Rooney coming back. Uh, I want to talk about Duncan as well because he's one of my heroes yeah. and uh, about John Stones but you've combined it haven't you so do you want to read out yeah, some of the views I think first of all it's, it was the two subjects which uh, Stones last the buyer's opinion so it's always good to get people's yeah. views on it um, Adam Jones uh, tweeted in I uh, love the idea of Rooney being back in blue uh, I think the Stones side deserves to be water under the bridge now that's what we all open it mm. uh, Robbie Kirkham um Said Stones should not be sold and Rooney, no thanks. If he wants to come, he should watch from the stands. Mm. Well, again, that, uh, that's fair enough. People haven't forgiven him. Rob, uh, Rob Daniels says if John Stones gets sold, this board should go too. And as for Rooney, I wouldn't let him back at Goodison to sweep up. Oof. You know, it's straight to the point there. Absolutely, Rob. no messing. You know, and you can, I can understand it definitely. Haven't carried it right. It is after the watershed, isn't it? No. Yeah. They say no. Major Rooney will be playing. People forget he was 19 when he acted at Tita Goodison. He's bringing his kids up uh, as Blues too. Uh, as for Stones, well, this all ends as the club. Uh, the club need to grow a set of balls and uh, make a public statement saying he's not for sale. You rent boys. <laughs> That, that that would be ideal. That would. Is that Everton I, I wouldn't say it the words plastic waving. Everton Cannons are getting a bit loose tongue there. They <laughs> must be on. Yeah, having a few drinks over in Oakland. And um, James. Oh no, sorry, that's Andy Cardwell. Stone should not be sold for any amount of money. And a ten minute cameo from Rooney. No thanks. Ian Spencer said Stone should not be sold, but will. But will, otherwise this board would have said no by now. I'm happy to see Rooney back in blue. It's it's very much mixed, isn't it? Obviously everyone wants Stones to stay. Yeah. Um, but the, you know, a lot of people, as I said earlier, have said, oh, would you blame him for leaving? Other people are taking the stance like, yeah, you want to keep your best players, he should want them and all that. Yeah. But I mean, we're all not naive enough to think that stuff like this doesn't go on in modern day football. It is hard to find loyalty now. Yeah. Um, obviously the Rooney situation... Um, a lot was said you know when I was younger Mark and he came back to Goodison I booed and put yeah. my middle fingers up I can't remember last time I'd done it I'm too old to be bothered about it now yeah. I'm, 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 I haven't got the energy to hate a player um, for me I probably looking back the likes of Nick Barnby maybe I've yeah. entered more fury at him who was to blame with the Rooney transfer in fact who's to blame with all of them you've only got to see what Michael Ball says on Twitter he comes out defending himself and people have criticised him he uh, um, made it firmly at the board's door really didn't he who knows what goes on behind closed doors and Rooney openly says he's an Evertonian but you know he plays for Manchester United and he and he, and he yeah. left Everton Football Club so to me to me he's nothing because he doesn't play for Everton 
he created some short memories when I was a bit younger. But yeah. Mark, I'm, not, I'm you know, if he plays in Ferguson's testimony, I'm not going to boo. I'm not going to cheer. No. I'm there to watch Duncan Ferguson and Everton Football Club. And I think that's the message that it is Ferguson's day. It is his wish that, that he plays, that he wants to be there. So, you know, we have to uh, set aside all, you know, think about uh, what we what we think of Big Doug. If he wants to learn, then, then really we should just all accept it for what it is. Mm-hmm. It, it is a bit of a gut wrench here, sort of watching him come back winning all them trophies. And he's still not an Everton player, he's still a United player, isn't he? You know, so it's like, to be honest, I can see why people are getting a bit, you know, People think, oh well, you know, the board will will, will see Everton Rooney in the in the Rooney's going to come out on well, Sylvester we'll Stallone shoulders or something. Yeah, yeah. And and the Evertonians will be made up, and they'll forget all about the summer. And I get that, I really do. Um, but hopefully by then we'll have six new signings, and it won't matter. And the day will be a celebration of Big Dunk and the money done for that's it, and Duncan was one of my heroes, Mark. And uh, he wasn't the most gifted player, let's be honest. And a lot of people describe him as a thug. Um, but it was just it was the memories he created when I was younger um, yeah. obviously he was part of the didn't effort. always turn up but, no, but no, when he, he did it was normally against the bigger teams he didn't and you know the, the, I'm not saying that these are great historical moments but you know his, his, his goals against Liverpool his header against United the Champions League season yeah you know these it are, it could have been historical against Villarreal, and, and but we all know what happened there. Yeah, and he won a trophy for Everton, which is absolutely forgotten about. Exactly, he was yeah. part of the '95 Cup win, and yeah, I just—it's great to see him back at the club, to be honest. And uh, you know, he was always a very closed book, wasn't he? When he yeah. speak to the media, and now the limelight's all going to be on him and his testimonial. So fair play to him, and you know, good luck to him in his career as a coach at Everton. Absolutely, and I hope the day goes goes well. And, yeah, and we get a good result. Well, we've got hearts away, haven't we? Yeah. Um, Dundee or Dundee United who is it I don't want to upset their fans they're a bit touchy aren't they I know they're not uh, the same street but don't get them mixed anyway, up yeah. um, um, let's be honest Hearts is a, it's a good challenge well I can say a good challenge they've promoted to the SPL they've done well yeah they've got the, the gusto of a promoted team behind them mm. they've done well they really uh, blew Rangers out of the water last season didn't they in, mm. uh, in the championship so it should be a good test Again, we can do without headlines like, you know, Naismith wanting to score in Scotland. <laughs> that doesn't need to happen, but I just hope that we... Uh... I completely forgot about Stephen Naismith, honestly. It, yeah, he hardly he's... played, didn't he, towards the end of last season. And he's sort of gone invisible, hasn't he? Where... No one knows where his role's yeah, going to be now. To be honest, I haven't even got an opinion of the guy now. He's become no. irrelevant. <laughs> but uh... It might sound harsh, but yeah, we're looking at... When you're looking at the sign and the Gerard Delafoe and what he can maybe bring... I yeah. know Naismith makes up for that in, in, in energy and work rate, but we, we need a lot more from our players in this day and age, don't we? So, I agree. Um, but nah, anyway. It's a good test, you know, and I think we'll win. Uh, yeah. We've you know. we got, we got the Dundee or the Dundee United. Yeah, pathetic research there. On, uh, I honestly think on it's Tuesday. Dundee. I honestly think it's Dundee. Yeah, I think it is as well. Dundee United doesn't No offence then. No, uh, apologies to both. You. Scottish nutcases. <laughs> um, and then we've got Leeds. Uh, yeah, dirty leads and uh, yeah, that Villarreal. That, that club that we have to be so careful we don't become. <laughs> we just on Villarreal, so we just need Kalina to come out on Aruna Kone's elephant, just to complete the pantomime. Just, yeah, absolutely. Um, he won't find any brown envelopes in the Everton board. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, it's been good to catch up with you again, Mark. And you, Mark. And uh, we'll, yeah. as as I say, 
we'll come back in a couple of weeks and see where we are in with terms of developments on the field and offer. That's all my cold's gone and we're smiling about, you know, yeah. an exciting opening day against Bolton. And you sound you sound like a wool again and not Barry White. <laughs> anyway, you can download the show on iTunes, Everton Fan Focus, and don't forget SoundCloud, uh, SoundCloud.com Everton Fan Focus. Follow us on Twitter at Everton Fan Focus and thanks for everyone for listening. Thank you. Ta-ra. Ta-ra now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.